make me a mixtape. Don't leave out Husker Du. Put something on that the Cars did in 1982. Make me a mixtape that brings me closer to you. Make me a mixtape that brings me closer to us. Make us a mixtape time. I'm Paul Varvar. I'm Marty DeRosa. I had to I, I had to do the intro on that one. I felt like I finally learned the lyrics of that by reading them. Congratulations. Thanks, Marty. And uh, and uh, I'm sure all the tape heads uh, <laughs> are going to isolate that and put a bit of music behind it and really just do some cool stuff with yeah. that. It's kind of a it's kind of a Captain Kirk version, if you will. Yeah, you know that uh, that my girlfriend Sarah thought that the uh, uh, William Shatner version of uh, uh, Ordinary People by Pulp. He he, she thought they cover that they covered him by who? I wanna live like oh, what is common people, not common everyday people, people. Yeah, common yeah. people. Uh, she huh. thought they were covering William Shatner. <sighs> Those millennials. <laughs> hey, everybody. We are a, uh, a wonderful little podcast here based out of Chicago, Illinois, where, yeah. where uh, we, we master the art of mixtapes. Yes. We've been going at it some time. And during the quarantine, we found that we can make mixtapes yeah. based on concepts that just Marty and I enjoy. And uh, it seems like you guys are enjoying those as well. Uh, if you haven't already, go back and listen to our covers versions. Uh, took two volumes to go through yeah. our favorite covers. We're like a, a company that makes denim jeans, and we decided, you know what? Scrap that. We're making masks now. So what we did was <laughs> we took a podcast where we'd have our friends come on, and they'd hit up with hit us up with their mix, and we would... Uh, you know, tell them what was good and bad about it because we're music insiders. Yes. Uh, but we've decided in these trying times, mm-hmm. in these times unlike any other, we've decided to uh, uh, change things up a little bit. Uh, it's a little safer for us not to have guests over and stuff like that. Paul right. and I, we have a, a glass board in between us. Yes. Uh, Professionals. Uh, a, a radio sta- an unnamed radio station was nice enough to let us yes. choose. Uh, we're not allowed studios. to say their name. We will not say their name. It's after hours. Uh, it is after hours, after dark, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, what we are doing is uh, is giving ourselves some homework assignments, and we're each coming up uh, with five song mixes. And Paul, tell them what this week's episode's all about. So uh, before I tell them that, hit us up at paulmartymix at gmail.com if you've got your own versions or you want to make any corrections that Paul, uh, Marty or myself have made. I call myself Paul. And uh, also, if you want to review us, please do that. This week's episode is about the year 1995. Songs from 1995, and we actually had to go back because uh, there's you know there's lists that say best songs of 1995, but mm, album, those magazines came out in '94. Yeah. yeah, they were incorrect. We're nothing if we're not accurate on yeah. this podcast. It's the one thing we're probably pride ourselves on the most. Yes, accuracy and uh, education. If you have a year that you want us to do, please uh, email us. Paul, what's that email address? PaulMartyMix at gmail.com. And let us know what year you would like and, and include yours in there too. Um, was this difficult for you? This was really harder than I thought. Yeah. You know, it's funny because we said the reason uh, when we came up with this, you came up with this, you said we were coming up with different concepts for the p- podcast and you were like, let's let them do the work. Let's sure. let them make the list. Sure. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And it's been so great. And now I see why these people are so angry. Like I'm having a hard time just with one year. Yeah. There were a lot of bangers in 1995. Well, you sent me a couple reference points. You sent me um, the Spins Top 95 Alternative Songs of 95. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And there were, that was just like, I'm going through it and I'm like, oh, that one, that one. Yeah. That one, that one, that one, that one. Uh, And then uh, it was Billboard's Top 100. I did that one. That was more accurate, but still. Boy, the 
the man that there were that talk about two different lists. Like the alt songs were so good, and the top one hundred there were so many just On bad one hit wonders, horrible, uh, just stinker songs, and the Billboard like silly songs yeah, too. But I mean that's just you know sales and stuff. It was pop, yeah. It was a pop hits. There was a lot of bad decisions made in nineteen ninety five. Uh, and uh, the the Billboard list included songs that were pop, country, um, soft rock, all kinds of stuff that just neither of us really had any songs from that that list. So. Yeah, there was it was just a, a cavalcade of pat uh, <laughs> like goofy, yeah, really goofy songs. Yeah, know. I haven't checked the charts lately, but I don't know if there was as many like goofy yeah. songs. Also, um, I dipped over to the uh, top you know, 100 country songs. Uh That was bad year for country. Oh, just a dorky year. Yeah. Just dorky. Just like nothing cool. Just all like Reba and again, (laughs) just shit that your mom and dad would just love. Corporate rock, corporate Corporate country, country radio rock garbage. Nothing cool. I was shocked that you didn't have any country songs on there. Dude, I, Uh, I would have, if there were any that really spoke to me. And uh, I did make predictions on what I thought you would have on the list, uh, and I was surprised. I told you some of them that I thought would yes. be on there. I was right about one, which we'll hear in a bit. Yeah. Um, I was wrong about, uh, I, I thought you were going to have uh, Bush on there. Dude, what about me screams Bush? <laughs> I just thought that you got into Bush, that. I, here's what I hate. and I, Everything's I hate him, Zen. I hate him because uh, Q101, our local alternative station, played so much Bush and Collective Soul that I'm just like I can't, I can't I can't even hear them anymore. Collective Soul I've always 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 hated. Dude, so what much. is that music and who is it for? It's them, like weird it's dramatic. So, it's the world I know. His voice like, bothered me. Ah, uh, just dorky. garbage, garbage. Terrible. Them and Crash Test Dummies were two bands that I just like. If we ever do a list of worst songs of all time yeah uh, those would those would make my I list, felt like so. there was a crash test dummy song maybe it was the follow-up mm, it was like a little more not upbeat. that one no no it was the follow-up to the big one mm, it was like something in yum yum tablespoon something i don't know they like, had oh, another song shut that was, up, up, up da, da, yeah. da. i don't know his voice just bothered me and then let me say the yeah, other yeah, yeah the other guess that i had for you and i know you had guesses for me because yeah. you sent me well you sent your here's what i'm thinking this is i, I got a new theory uh, what we should do is wait and be like, are you ready? I'm ready. At the same time. Send them at the same time. If yeah, there's yeah. common songs, those get put into what we'll mention at the beginning because I would have had uh, one of your songs for sure. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to have that. You and stole I, one. No, I I, <laughs> I, I was, I knew that, I thought that we'd have one or two yeah. uh, um, common ones. And the other one that I thought was common which uh, I'll get to in a second. I thought you were going to have uh, Mad Season, River of Deceit on there. Remember that song? No. It was a uh, singer of Allison Chains had his, a super group. Oh, you thought I, that? I like that Staley. song. Lane Stanley's, yeah. Lane Stanley's last uh, song. And there were other guys too from- Is that my pain? Stone Temple Pilots were in that? Yeah. <laughs> pretty, I'm a pretty, I'm feeling very that musical. That like though. Crash That Stummies a little no, bit. No, no, no. I thought that was going to be that. And I thought for sure- that you would have a uh, a pumpkin song from Melancholy. Uh, thought about it. I've kind of melancholy the songs I like on it. Uh, I'm just over. I've listened to right. it too many. Like tonight, tonight, great song. Can't I can't. It's just I've I've heard it too many times. Yeah. I I, uh, I I'm a huge Pumpkins fan, one of my favorite bands of all time. But that album wasn't the the one for me anyway. What What were some songs that you uh, sadly had to leave off? 
Uh, I was it was easy for me uh, to make this list because um, Spin had Cranberries um, on their list in Spin, which I went back and looked. That's a great song. Um, Ode that, to My Family. That's and a great also one. that whole album. No need yeah, to argue yeah, yeah. was 1994. Oh, so Spin. Okay, again. Shame you know, if spin. you guys still subscribe to that magazine, that's fine. But if you want I accurate information, can't think it's still in print. It's got to be online only, right? If you subscribe to the online, if channel, you had bookmarked, if you have a bookmark, you know what you want to. You believe they're your music insiders. Yeah, do what you want. But here at Make Us a Mixtape, we are accurate about our years, and yeah. uh, that was one I would say uh, was hard for me not to to not oh, put on. Oh, the whole album was in '94, right? Because didn't yes. Cobain kill himself in '94, and that's when it came out. And that was a bummer because I saw that on there. I was like, oh baby, I'm gonna pick one of those songs. Yeah, uh, that wasn't on there. Uh, there was a. It was hard to keep Wilco off the list because yeah. AM was a really good album, but uh, I, I didn't have anything from that. Uh, there was a Jim Blossom song that came on from the Empire uh, soundtrack that I thought you were going to have on for some reason. Do you know what Jim Blossom is? Another one of those. They're not. They're not really a. Uh, I don't dislike them like Collective Soul, but I'm so sick of hearing them because that would be an. Those guys when they put out that one album. I, I, actually, most of their albums, I felt like they would do like four to five singles off of every album they would do. Jim Blossoms? Yeah. I, I mean, I they only had a few albums. And the first one, uh, New Miserable Experiences, was gold at the time. They were like our generation's Bruin 5. Well, they the had that, that. Until I hear it from you. Song. Yeah, uh, that was a follow-up, 95. What is it? Found out Found out about you. There's found, a there's Found a, out about you was on New Miserable. Until so, I hear from you, found out about you. I thought they were all one album one time. I was like, yeah, this yeah. is just one album? They just keep <laughs> they all sound the same. Yeah, they do. But I do like them, and I do want to shout, give a shout out to them, because I'm on the label with them as well, Fervor Records, uh, Shushan Productions. Nice. We're on the same label. No big deal. Um, but uh, that was hard to keep off. Yeah. Oh, also, I thought you were going to have Silverchair on there. I, again, I do not know why you would think I would have silver chair. I just pictured you falling for the 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 second tier of grunge. That, yeah, no, this is Indiana, like the, the the wave two of grunge. Yes, New, but those were good songs. Silver chair was a that was a sure. It was a good Australian. I almost had uh, the refreshments. The song oh, Bandito, okay. love that song. Full complosion. I'm the one natural. Okay. One. Uh, Nine Inch Nails Hurt almost got on there. I, I thought you would have that on there too. Yeah. Rentals, uh, Friends of P. That was a tough one to not have on there. And I'm sure Matt Drufke's screaming that I didn't put it on there. <laughs> uh, White Zombie, More Human Than Human. Jill Sobley, I Kissed a Girl. Oh, yeah. Wax, California. Uh, Tripping Daisy, I Got a Girl. Those were some of the, the hard ones that I, I couldn't quite fit on there. The the hardest for me to not put on, uh, well, Delamitri. I was a big Delamitri fan at the time. And, roll, uh, what is that? Uh, the right time roll, to That roll song's garbage. Um, but they had, uh, they had Always think. the Last to Know was a good song on okay. there. Um, and Buffalo Tom. They had a great yeah. album that year and uh, Sleepy Eyed. Not my favorite Buffalo Tom album, but there was a song that called Sunday Night that would have been on this list, but for something that I also I believe last in 1995, minute. Buffalo Tom was on an episode of My So-Called Life. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't know if it was that year, but I know they were on that show. And another surprise that we both didn't have on um, was uh, Oasis. Wonderwall was the number one song of on the year. Spin. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of that whole album. I'm sure I could have uh, picked a song or two from that album, but um, Wonderwall is just kind of like, I don't know. It seems, okay, here's what I think when I listen to uh, Oasis and especially Wonderwall. I think it's like if somebody was making a movie based on like the Beatles 
and it's like they're the Beatles. We don't have the rights, but they're the Beatles. <laughs> so we're gonna write songs that sound like Beatles songs. Yeah. Which yeah, well, I, that know, album especially. That album especially, which kind of like you can argue, yeah, that's what Oasis is. But I don't know, just the the time and and they haven't put out anything you know worth whatever sure. since then. Um, but it's just like I don't know. I just hear that song now, and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, that was a song. But it's funny it because it doesn't blow my mind. Right. 1995 was the year in the alt world of Oasis and Pumpkins, and neither of us had it on our top five. Yeah. Just goes to show you, as insiders, that you you know, we're not we're not following, you know, we're not gonna blindly follow trends like spin and rolling stone. But I think also some of those songs, and and it's unfortunate, but a punishment to them is how many times we've heard them. And if you are like a, a have ridden in a car with satellite radio, like we've talked about. You're getting a whole ass All load of pumpkins. You're getting a whole ass, and like the four songs off a yeah. double album, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, well, what's what, what made you, what were the songs? How'd you get inspired? What, what was 1995 to you? Uh, high school, just mm-hmm. a fucking wild child living my life, <laughs> driving around high, listening to these songs probably, or at parties, just grinding on chicks, just living my fucking life. <laughs> were you life. working in anywhere in, in high school? Yeah, yeah. I had tons of jobs. I was a, a janitor, this year, janitor at my dad's warehouse. That was the weekend That's job. why you get these mop commercials. That's why these you mop get, commercials know like, how to mop. Uh, <laughs> I worked at the mall. I worked at a, a men's clothing store called DJ's at the mall. Um, it was like a hip-hop, and kind of like hip-hop clothing shop. Okay. Um, I worked at Barnes & Noble. I, I thought worked. it was Borders you worked at. No, no, no. Barnes and Noble, okay. Barnes and Noble by uh, South Lake Mall in Maryville, <laughs> Indiana. Shout um, out to Maryville. Yeah, but these songs were just like these songs uh, were. Half of them were like songs that were played at parties that everybody just loved and kept after '95 into yeah. college. A lot of these songs are more. I think of them as like college party soundtrack songs, right? Uh, see, I was in college when this yeah. this came. That ninety five was a year that changed my life. Uh, changed your life. Changed you my say. life. Nineteen ninety five was the first band I joined. Uh, started playing guitar. Who are uh, they called? Uh, under the table. We were going to be uh, oh Dave Matthews cover. We were going to be a Dave Matthews cover. Did band. you think about putting any Dave Matthews on here? Uh, I did only on the just to because it was relevant to me at that time. Oh, but I okay. can't stand Dave Matthews now, okay. as we know. Uh, again, it's just a personal thing. Yeah. Um, I had enough of them. But the band was going to cover Dave Matthews, which we've said on the show, but our guitarist, which was me, I mean, those, he, those songs are hard to play on guitar, so we couldn't we couldn't do any Dave Matthews What would songs. you do for the violin parts of his songs? We had another uh, guitarist, too. Okay. So we, we ended up playing... Uh, the intro to Ants Marching, and then we did our version of All Along the Watchtower, which was similar oh, to his, his version. Oh, his version of that. Yeah. I'm right, a buddy who was and then we, huge into him, and he would always have those. But yeah, 1995 was a big year. Uh, I was writing songs and, and inspired by shit like Gin Blossoms, Delamitri, mm-hmm. um, Buffalo Tom, and uh, and uh, the first song uh, on my list, yeah, if we want to go into it. With it. So this song was the very first song that I ever played live in a full show at Cochran's August of 1995. And it's the first song uh, that we ever played live. And I sang... <laughs> your version if this is you singing i'd be very upset <laughs> good by better than ezra so all i remember about this day 
was I had a few drinks before the show, obviously, because I was scared fight out of my ass. And um, I thought I was getting electrocuted when I put the guitar or put the mic in front of my face because I was so nervous. Oh, okay. Have you ever had that ever happen? Yes. Like, Absolutely. It just it shook my body. And then I was like, something's wrong with this mic. And my the guitarist, Jeff, sitting next to me was like, no, you're just fucking freaking out. And it was like, but then after the first yeah. line, I, I sang it. Or I could hear myself in the monitor. I was fine. And I've yeah. been chasing that high ever chasing since. Chasing it ever since. Yeah, this song I heard a whole lot of because it was on MTV, VH1, XRT, which is like our adult uh, right. alt station. Q101, the alt station, the mix, which is kind of like, you know, for more adult contemporary. Yeah. The song was all over. I liked it. Uh, I liked it. I the liked, album was good too. There's that, that, uh, that, uh, that line where it's like, maybe I'll call or write you a letter or maybe I'll see you on the 4th of July. Yes. I always thought that was such a cool, it's just that, it's a good lyric. That stuck in my head. And any, any songs about like heartbreak or anything, I was definitely, oh, here it goes. This is the song right here. Yeah, I yeah. liked songs that were just kind of like, I don't know, man. Maybe we'll just see what happens whenever. Like, loved it. Uh, but this was, yeah. And and again, I haven't heard this song a whole lot lately, which is good. And no pun intended. Uh, and it, so it keeps it fresh. You right. know, I, I didn't ever own the CD, never even had it burnt to my, or on Napster or anything like that. So when I hear it, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I like this song. It's a, we talk about the, or the mixes you make for people when you break up. This yeah. is kind of a song. Was you it on there? It would have been. I don't remember. Uh, Although I did find a, a CD of, of a mix that was kind of a breakup. Yeah, because it's like it was good living with you. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, it was run. good. Yeah, kind of like that Dylan line. Like, <laughs> I ain't saying you treated me unkind. I could have done better, but I don't mind. It's like, I like that. Just kind of like, yeah, you know, it was good. Yeah, they, they were... They were uh, it, that's why I joke uh, The joke I do on stage Is that we were going to be Under the table Is going to be uh, A Dave Matthews cover band But we ended up covering Better than us It was a lot easier to play Yeah Because we could play this song And there was another song They had this time of year Which was super easy to play Oh I don't remember that court. The only other song of theirs I remember is that God bless the queen of New Orleans Oh yeah that They're was from like, New Orleans I think that was like The follow up The big single off The follow up okay. album But I Yeah don't, they didn't really know, Yeah it was kind of I, I think it's fair to say That they were a one hit wonder I mean I wouldn't are oh, they but, still touring? No, I bet they're, no. I don't know. Maybe they are. I think they've been on those novelty shows or okay. those tours. But okay. the funny thing is, is a friend of mine uh, lives in Nashville next door to the singer and his daughter and his kid are dating. That's how old they are. It's oh, kind of wow. creepy. They're like uh, eighth or eighth grade or freshman. So oh, that's real cool. Um, yeah, I don't know if I should say his name, but yeah, you probably a, shouldn't. He's a baseball player. There he, you go. He's like, yeah, I love this band because we were we were shitting on Better Than Ezra, jokingly, of course. Yeah. Uh, at a, at the at a street festival, and he's like, yeah, actually. Yeah. But anyway, but it's a uh, it's it's a, a catchy tune. I like the guitar in there too. Just like a easy to play. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy cool. to recognize. Easy to sing. Uh, and uh, speaking of easy to recognize and easy to sing, here's my first song. Uh, you know it. Shimmy shimmy ya. Old dirty bastard. Representing the Wu Tang Clan. Oh baby, I like it more. Yeah baby, I like it more. Oh baby, I like it Come on, man. Yeah, baby, I like it. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, yeah. 
I'm shocked that uh, this was on your list. Really? Yeah. I was Why? surprised. First of all, uh, I didn't know this was OTV. I thought this was Wu-Tang. First of all, I didn't know. And I love this song, but it was, again, like this is in college. I wasn't exposed to a lot of rap oh, and hip-hop. This reminds me of just partying at my friend Bob's house. Freshman year of college, uh, just going crazy. Yeah, yeah, having so much fun. It's just a packing great, catchy a gazillion song. people into a house and just going crazy. It's a it's a great song, but it's funny that I would never I would never listen to this. But now another song I've been uh, uh, exposed to thanks to yeah. the podcast. Do you ever remember that uh, when he was on MTV News? And uh, he took him to go pick up his welfare check. ODB? I think, I think he got in trouble for that. Yeah, I think of, he took a limo with like, I don't know if it was Kurt, Kurt Loder. Loder. It might have been Kurt Loder. <laughs> uh, Kurt Loder's patron saint of the out. podcast. And he brought him to cash. Or it might have been, I think that might have been more of a John Norris type of assignment. I don't think Kurt Loder's going to do that. I think it's more of a John Norris type Definitely of Definitely not Tab of the Sword. Nah, I don't know. You never know. I mean, they might want it to pay. Let's, let's. Let's, uh, you, let's send John Norris out there. Were you big into Wu-Tang at this time, or just this is stuff that Bob would introduce you to? How'd Honestly. You, how'd, you get, how'd you discover it was like, the whole thing? They would play Wu-Tang so much at parties, like house parties. Because, again, I'm not 21 yet, so it's like we're just partying out in the woods or at houses or apartments or whatever. And it would be just like, I don't know, just like that. Just like The lights are all off. There's like maybe Christmas lights on or something, and everybody's just drinking and smoking and having a good time. And this would come on. I think I had the single of this. On cassette? CD. Oh, okay. CDs, single. <laughs> singles. Probably got it at Camelot. <laughs> and uh, I just love it. It just It's just like dirty, grimy beat. And he's fucking so silly and fun. The video's fun. You know, it's just it's just good stuff. I I dig it, and I'm uh, that was one when I saw on that list. I was like, oh, I'm taking that one for sure. That was on the spin. That feels like a draft pick. You know what I mean? You're just like, that's going on my list for sure. Yeah, like it had to go on the list. I love it so much. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't ever be anywhere near any of my list, but I definitely like the song. Uh, surprised, um, surprised me. Yeah, but um, I can't really think of a. Segway. Segway to this next song. Yeah, it's weird too because I don't I don't have your list written down. I have it in my head and I'm like, what is he trying to do? It's fun when we have the list and we can, you know. Well, the next song is uh Matthew Sweet's Sick of Myself. This was an XRT favorite. Oh man, I bet this speaks to you so much. Did Matthew Sweet speak to you? I was a huge fan of this. This was a follow-up album. Girlfriend? Follow-up to Girlfriend, uh, 100%. 100% fun? 100% fun. Um, this was a hard one because there were a couple songs on that album I really liked. And the other one was uh, a song we covered with um, my ba- follow-up band, Fat Albert. Is that with a PH? With the PH. Ah, nice, nice. Um, that was their other song on this album. God, I can't remember what the song name is, but uh, it's on that album, too. I, I just a big Matthew Sweet fan. I think Girlfriend is one of the best albums of all time, and I feel like uh, it's just one of those things that pe- he doesn't get enough uh, credit. And he married Susanna Hoffs. That's yeah. another thing. You know, he is somebody who, again, I get him on a couple different radio stations. XRT loved him. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe XRT? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if people are like 
getting it when I say X13. It's AAA radio is what it's called. Uh, it's 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 kind of like um, college radio, but it's AAA is the is the format. Okay. So it's like adult. It's not adult contemporary. It's like adult alternative. Yeah. Mm. So like you're getting this guy. You're getting Wilco. Um, the deep cuts. The, the deep, deep cuts. Bands. Yeah. Yeah. And they have like breakfast with the Beatles on Sunday, and they had like I think Sound Opinions was on XRT for a second, right? It might have been, yeah. Might have been, but anyway, they love Matthew Sweet. I always dug his stuff. I never, I never not liked it, but I never was like, I'm gonna get that album or I'm gonna go see him in concert. But I, even now, like I hear this and I'm just like, this is great. This is a fun song too. Great guitar solo, like towards the end, and it's a fun song too, where it's like you think it's over, but it's like, no, 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 not yet. That oh, it's like, break. and it keeps going again. I love that. He does that in uh, in on the Girlfriend album. With the first song on that album is called Divine Intervention. It's one of my favorite yeah. songs of all time. You think it's over, and then yeah. it just kicks love back it. in. Love it. Uh, the song is We're the Same. Was the other hit from this album, okay. which was hard to decide between two, but just. These are just jams. He's just such a good songwriter. Yeah. I saw something recently with him. He's like heavier now. It's like He's a big dude. Yeah, he's yeah. a big dude now and he I think he like writes music for like TV or something like that. Yeah. He, I think I, he did a, t- I, a sh- like a book or something too. Maybe he just did something recently that I saw him on that I was like, "Oh, oh, okay. Well, look, yeah. we all gain a little weight. What are you going to do? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not I don't weigh the same as I weighed in 95." He's a bigger dude and him and uh Robert Smith from The Cure also bigger dude oh okay well what are you gonna do what are you gonna do yeah but you can do it i mean it's to the best of us look if you're the front man of a of a band that or you're the lead singer of your own singer songwriter band and uh you just let yourself go it's it's your prerogative this is where it's like you think it's over right no it's not over it's not over i like that fun move fun music fun band have you seen it live uh, I was just trying to think about that. I don't think I ever got to see him live. Yeah. Where um, would he play around here back in the day? He played at Park West. I okay. remember I missed that show. Um, and I did want to see him again recently when he was playing in town. I think he was at uh, Lincoln Hall or somewhere like that. But uh, it wasn't his full band. And I don't yeah. like seeing acoustic. Oh, no? Just solo. I do. I mean, if you're in the right, it's the it's right. Because I think, you know, you can hear him kind of bullshitting a little bit or sort of talking about. I, I could go for like a little... Yeah, you know, acoustic maybe they're doing a little more storyteller type of thing and like here's where I wrote the song and whatever. certain bands I would like I, I saw Ryan Adams like at uh do Chicago Theater or one of the theaters, Cadillac Theater downtown and uh with Rahm Emanuel in front of me. And uh I thought that was fun. I thought it was fun to hear his stories because I think Ryan Adams I know he's canceled now, but um he he tells good stories. He's kinda fun on stage. He he kinda goes off on tangents, especially when he was drinking. Yeah. But Matthew Sweet, I mean, I don't want to hear what he ate for lunch. No. And that's not saying anything. So. Where does where does Matthew Sweet live now? <laughs> I believe he lives in Santa Monica. You're shitting me. <laughs> well Song number done. two. Song number two for me. Santa Monica by Everclear. I am still living with your ghost. Lonely and dreaming of the West Coast. This was a, a, a maybe. A maybe for yeah. me, yeah. I just love this song so much. Great song. Fun to play live. I remember hearing that and I was like, I guess I got to get a pair of big black boots. And I bought my first pair of like combat boots. It's a fun song. Again, reminds me of playing live. Yeah. Just fun, fun live show. Everyone sings along. 
you can play it forever. We used to start every show with Fat Albert with a PH with this yeah. song. And uh, just fun. People get in. It's a good way to start a show. Yeah. Good and way to start. Again, another song about like, hey, sorry, man. Sorry. Just, I'm just done fighting. Whatever. Let's just leave each other alone. Uh, good song. Good album. This was an album that I had that we would play in my basement when we shot pool all the time. Because it was like good from start to finish. Yeah. Good album. Lots of fun songs. Art Alexis. Is that... That's the same? Yeah. Art Alex. Alexakis. Alexakis. Fun guy, smart guy. He's real cool in that uh, uh, The Other F Word, which is a documentary about dads and punk music. He's on there. Uh, I think he went broke. He went broke, but I think he's doing all right. Um, It was weird when they came out. It just was like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, this is like a legit band, and he's like a legit... He. I felt like he got kind of like into the cool club real quick, and it was like he's you know he's like a real deal songwriter, intellectual he guy. He worked too. on a lot of stuff, and and yeah, it was like one of those things. Like I don't want to compare him to Fred Durst, but it, he kind of got that like, oh, art's very like in the know, and he's like a really great. They would have him on on news shows. He was good. Yeah, he was good. He was, good. Yeah, he was, good. Stuff, he was a good. He was a good. Um, he was a good. Uh, 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 Oh God, Dr. Drew and uh, Adam Carolla show. Oh, Loveline. He was a good Loveline guest, which was important in '95 to be a yeah. good Loveline guest. That could really help your uh, album sales. Yeah, we were sure. a good. A good uh, but yeah, no, this album, Heart Spark, Dollar Sign. Uh, I Is can't this one the song with the heroin girl? The uh, hit a song about dad. His father dad. of mine. Father of mine. I yeah. think that's follow up later follow-up, albums. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, man, this is just this was just good. Like this is one that I, I remember when I got the uh, Apple Music where it's like download all the music you want, stop buying songs like an idiot, and uh, nine ninety nine a month. Very good, good deal. I know, I too, I know there's Spotify people, but yeah. whatever. I like I like this. It works yeah, for me. Yeah, me too. But I remember this was one of the like oh Everclear. I'll get this whole. I won't listen to this whole album again from start to finish. And it's still like you still, still like- holds up. It's a quick album, and uh, it's just like again reminds me of uh, being in my basement. With my dudes shooting pool, pool talking, talking chicks, talking about the ladies, talking wrestling and talking chicks, you know, making, making plans on the phone. Seeing How many of your at. friends uh, chewed tobacco back in 95? Probably just a couple. Uh, <laughs> ooh, excuse me. Probably just a couple. Uh, yeah. No, I had a couple of friends who chewed tobacco. Okay. Uh, was never, I, I threw up uh, from my, when my I, friend Mark's chewing tobacco. When so I think that's of- a no for me. <laughs> when I think of pool, uh, my friend Jim had a pool table, and, yeah. and uh, that's where I just would chew tobacco. Yeah, and we'd uh, we'd listen to jams from Matthew Sweet and Delamitri. Though I mean, you guys are wild. Clearly, if you're doing Delamitri, <sighs> yeah. But um, I will say this about Art: he's a really good guy. I got to meet him. Um, my the band that I managed, Dan Dara, uh, opened for him at House of um, No Hard Rock Cafe across from the Portillos. They oh, had okay. live music there, mm. and it was he did an acoustic or solo show. Not a, he played electric solo, yeah. and and uh, Dan opened for him, and he was super nice to us backstage. And and I've worked with a lot of bigger names in the in in my time as a music insider, and a lot of dicks. <laughs> sure, a lot of here's our dicks. comedy. Yeah, same thing in comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, you hope they're cool. Yeah, I mean, but people change too. Like Marty, you were a total dick Monster. early on. Monster, monster. Get but then you know, here. after Get you here. after initiation, everyone's, you're like I'm everyone's favorite. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're like you know we're we're past that. Uh, you're you're a star to me. You're you're a you're a black star. Oh baby, see what I did there? Yeah, I did. Next song on my list. Uh, this is my favorite album of all time. Uh, top five albums of all time. 
from the old school Radiohead. And this is a deep cut. Uh, I don't know if you were a big fan of the Benz, but this is Black Star from uh, Radiohead, the Benz. Love the fade in. Why does it fade in? It's it, real interesting. Real interesting. So wild to think this is Radiohead. I like this Radiohead better. I love old school, I like Radiohead. Old school Radiohead better. Oh, me too. I mean, after Kid A, I stopped caring. Did you uh, did you have this album? Did you listen yeah. to this album? Yeah, it made it to Indiana. I like this album. This is from start to finish one of my favorite. Like, you know, what, you were the, what were the video songs? What were the big singles? Fake plastic yes. trees. Uh, oh, um, is everything in the shopping cart in the video? Uh, Karma Police. No, that's Karma Police. I think. No, right? that's the car. Man, I, I think I think it's I think Big Plastic right. Trees. They're in the the yeah. shopping cart. He's at the shopping. But the what was the store. other hit on this album? That I mean, for me, they're all bangers. But it's hard yeah. to me. But to, they had those early ones. Like, oh man, their videos were like the the bomb. Uh, high and dry. Okay, computer. Yeah, high and dry. High and dry was on yeah, this album too. Yeah, that's the that's the video where there's the bomb and the food and yes, stuff. That's yes. fucking great. Um, I don't then, know, man. I just dig this, and I know everyone loves Radiohead. And I'm sure there's people who are like, "You're idiots for not appreciating the the challenging music that is Radiohead." But like to me, this is as good as it gets for them. The Benz was, and I loved OK Computer also, and I loved uh, I loved uh, their Pablo Honey, their first yeah. album, '93. Um, but uh, this album, from start to finish, High and Dry, Fake Plastic Trees. All the other songs yeah. on this. Uh, it's Bones, so funny because as I'm thinking, I'm thinking about like the CDs I had in my basement that we would play, and it was just like, oh yeah, I see them all there. That was there. This was my next one's going to be there, and it's just like, you know what? Also, uh, I can't remember what Radiohead song was on the Clueless soundtrack. Because my, my girlfriend in high school was obsessed with oh. Clueless. She loved that movie, Clueless. I think it was Fake Plastic Trees. I think it was. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, man, this is great. Because I remember hearing, uh, you know, you hear Creep and you're like, oh, okay, that's the song. And it's like so wild how they like didn't like that song or anything. So I was the same and way. And then I, I started like hearing them. some of their other songs and I was like, oh, Fake Plastic Trees. I was like, this song's so good. Radio, this album did the same thing. I was the same as you. I didn't like Creep when it came out, but then I got into the Benz and then I went back and listened. Same thing happened to me with Pumpkins, where I, I hated their first hits off of uh, Siamese Dream, but then once I heard a song I liked, I'm like, I gotta go back and listen. Yeah. And that's how I feel you know, about Radiohead. That, that, uh, that Clueless soundtrack is actually really good. There's we a Counting Crows song on We there. might have to do a whole episode of that count of that. Soundtracks. Dude, it's so good because you get you get uh, Jill Sobley, uh, Supermodel, which almost made my list. Uh, really? Where Did You Go by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Uh, they, were, they performed live in that movie. Yeah. Uh, fake live. Need You Around by the Smoking Popes. Yes. Uh, which almost made my Same. list as well. Uh, and then, yeah, Fake Plastic Trees, acoustic version, uh, which is a little different. Yeah. Um, Fake Plastic Trees was the other song that and I was going to And then Ghost to Be the this. Cover by the County Crows. I think they do that live. I think it's a live version. It's a acoustic. It's like acoustic acoustic-y live. version yeah. of, with uh, Adam Durrett singing yeah. Psychedelic Furs. Um, why the fade-in? I don't know, but I, I love it. You really don't see wild. that very no. often. Because I remember when I listened to it, I was walking over, 
And I always listen right when I'm on my way over for like one last time. Recording, yeah. yeah. So I'm downtown. I'm, I'm not I'm walking Don't around. Say where we're I'm at. walking around. And uh, and I was like, what? And I thought I got like a text message and that's why it was faded out. Right. So I did it again and I was like, oh man, that's interesting. Um, the whole yeah. album. See, this is one of those albums where I listened to it from beginning to end and I never learned the names of the songs because it was always like number order. 10. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's. That's something that, you know, we don't obviously have to do anymore. You learn the songs before you learn the number because there's yeah. no, no one listens to albums anymore. But that song from that album from from start to finish is their best album, in yeah. my opinion. I know not a popular opinion. Um, I talked about this with another comedian at uh, Laugh Factory once and they were huge Radiohead fans. But they're like 10 years younger or 15 years younger than me. And uh, he was telling me how like he likes the old Radiohead. And I was like, oh, like which one? And it's like, oh, you know, Kid, Kid A. I'm a. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I not, get it. I that's get where it. it changes. I get it. Uh, this next uh, song that it's I'm going to It's kind of like a... Go ahead. What were you <laughs> you gonna... didn't have to... I was just going to go into it. Because <laughs> you know what? It's just so wild. As you were playing that and I was thinking and I looked down at my phone and I had this next song ready to go. Like I can remember this CD just like on the counter by my CD player in the basement by the pool. Like I could just like, <laughs> I see this and I'm How like, how often were you playing pool? Marty? Every day of my life when I was, are a you kid. good at pool? I'm still? really good at pool. Yeah. Are, do you, have you ever like hustled people? I have an, I get real nervous when it's for money and I'm not good, <laughs> but if it's just for friendship, uh, I'm really great. Do you like, uh, do you like the bar pool tables or like the big, full I mean, size? if I can get on a little pool table, I'm like in a, I'm going to wreck some Your shit. I'm so head. good. But on a big pool table, I'm good. I'm good. I can go real, like a lot of green. I'm fine with you. Which one was in your basement? Uh, we had a smaller, a smaller, like at home table. Okay. So it'd be a bigger than a man, probably a little bigger than a, than a bar table. Do you like when you go to a bar and yeah. you see all the sticks, like, do you, do you have to like roll it to see which one's straight or you um, like, a little bit, but yeah. like I can kind of tell when I'm, when Did I'm you around stick? and stuff. I had my own stick. No more. Uh, no, I don't have a stick okay. anymore. Um, I acquired a stick once. I just, yeah, sold it, but it's, uh, it's, and I would have my, my friends I'm not over. good at pool though. Yeah. It was, I would always have friends over. I, there were always people over at my house and we would all play pool in the basement, hang out and drink a little bit. <laughs> Uh, you know, take some uh, acid and hang out. Um, <laughs> different. See, uh, yeah, I had a different high school yeah. experience. And than you. this song, I this is a weird song for me. I'm gonna just gonna start playing it. Uh, this is you'll know it. It's a sad song. Time bomb by Rancid. Oh. Uh, and uh, I love this song so much. And what's so cool about this song is like this just like got me back into punk music so much. Like I don't not back into, but I always. Oh, this is just so good. And this is like Let it play punk a little ska, bit. baby. I like this part. Like toes are tapping right now. I'm tapping my toes. You tapping your toes? I always thought this was a cover. Oh yeah. But like this whole album rules uh, and out come the wolves. It's so good. But this song, when I heard it and when I saw it on MTV, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm like, all right, who's that? Okay, going to Best Buy right now to buy it. Um, it's just you saw like, the video first? Yeah, I saw the video first on 120 Minutes. Okay, I don't and I was remember like, the video. I was like, what the fuck? It was just like another world of just like punk dudes, punk chicks with their heads shaved with just the girls with just the bangs. I'm like, why well, gotta have more of this? Ta- everybody's tattooed. I'm like, I'm getting tattoos when I, I'm, I'm just doing all this stuff. I'm so in. And I remember buying it and listening and it just like melted my brain and it made other music sound like you play this and I'm like, okay, yeah. 
And then you hear Collective Soul and you're like, that shit sucks. Like, this ruined a lot of those shitty bands for me. And I'm, I'm very happy because then then that brought me down the the rabbit hole of like, okay, punk there's more ska. punk music and ska music. Ska and, in there. and it's like, oh, you like these guys? Well, Operation Ivy's their old band. And it's like, well, I got to listen to Operation Ivy. Let me hear that. And I'm like, fuck, I like and that even more than internet, this. So you have yes. to do your own research. I'm doing research. I'm talking to the guy at the, uh, at the CD Camelot. Trading Depot or the uh, guy in Highland at the place. I wish I knew what it was called. Um, he Not order, coconuts. No, 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 no. I'm going to independent. This is like when I'm learning. Like you go to the cool guy, the yeah, cool yeah. guy shops. Um, we had a flip side that we'd go flip to. Flip side. That's cool. Um, oh, I just watched that that Tower Records documentary again. That's that's a fun documentary, and it's free on uh, on uh, YouTube. I think you have to watch a couple commercials, but it's so good. Yeah. But this song, so good. Uh, I, you know, I was a little sure of like this or, or uh, Ruby Soho, but it's like this is in my heart. This is better than Ruby Soho. When I you like play it this for your friends, though, were they yeah. also into it, or were like yeah. you introducing no, them no, to they, Rancid? They like you can ask my buddies who who. But you were brought not, it to the table, the pool I, table. I was the. See what I did there? Yes, I did. Yeah. I was the. Uh, here's the good songs we should be listening to. Yeah. Guy in my group. Me also. I was I, I I was one of the people that brought stuff. To one it. of the yeah, I was one of the people. I'll say that. But I didn't bring like uh yeah, I was bringing stuff, and we had people who like I would bring stuff that my brother introduced me to, and I, and I, and my basement was the same thing. We had a party basement, which I, God, I'm gonna take you there because I've been going yeah. to clean up. And we have a we had a pool in our basement, and we had a a full a wet bar. Yeah, I had a pool in my basement. A swimming pool. A swimming pool. Yeah, that's right. Dude, you don't it's just a- drop that on somebody after knowing them for this many years. <laughs> oh, you had a pool table. I had a pool. Holy, different lifestyle. I bet we both got some uh, some friend some friendly fun times down there. Sadly, my friends did. I was like the <gasps> last one to get to take advantage of uh, what the a pool bummer. and a, and we had was, a hot tub. Too. I was just uh, I was just playing pool. Uh, a little while ago with my girlfriend and I was like, do you want to see my whole, my whole routine when I'd have a girl over and she's cause she doesn't know how to play pool. So I'm like, I'll teach you how to play pool and I'll give you the whole rundown of what I would do. And it was just like, first of all, she's like, you're really good at teaching pool. I'm like, well, thank you very much. Um, but yeah, then it would, you know, get into be like, let me change hey, if the I song. hit the shot or if I beat yeah. you or something. Strip, yeah. Did you play strip pool? Strip pool. Many games yeah. of strip pool were played in my basement. I think like that's the move. You to probably make. know some of the people. What's that? I was like, you might know some of the people. Uh, <laughs> I think I do. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. But uh, yeah, but it was uh, it was just uh, I loved DJing. You know, I love putting on really cool music and just being like, all right, get ready for this. No matter where we were. Uh, at parties in 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 high school and in in college, I was I was always the DJ. I yeah. would I would take charge. I was a DJ at a bar in college, at Cam's in Champagne, because like I, I'm like this is what I like to do. I know how to fucking make shit happen. Yeah. Set and, a vibe. Uh, can you set a vibe? Yeah, I would set yeah. a vibe. I had a green uh, light bulb. Oh really? Yeah, we put that on. There was, it got pretty. Fun. I just like I, I had. We had. Uh, got to have a fun party. We had a black up. light, and, I, and actually, it's funny because I'm I'm cleaning out my parents' house as I've said before on this podcast, and uh, I found those. We've talked about it on the podcast with Chris Higgins. I had the Bob Marley uh, poster. I had Led Zeppelin uh, poster, a nice one, a mm-hmm. classic one with them, black and white, and then I had a black light. Uh, yeah, Led Zeppelin poster, oh. and I called Chris Higgins, who was on episode whatever on yeah. the podcast, and I go, "I'm coming over and bring you gifts," oh, and I gave him all these things. Light. He's like, yeah. "Whoa, dude, go, you got to get a black light." I had I had the black light and the um <laughs> uh, the stars that you would stick on the ceiling. You get at Spencer's the the that would get yeah, the light glow. all day, and then when you're done, they would glow in the dark. Some fun posters. Speaking of stars, yeah, I see dude, what you did there. You stole this one from me. 
Is that? Well, I yeah. thought you were setting me up for the layup. Do it, man. Hit him with it. You stole Here this is from me. Star- the song the of the pride s- of oh. Champaign, Illinois. Stars by Hum. One of the greatest intros of any song ever. Easily. I was just going to say the yeah. same thing. Literally took the words out. I hate Creed stole this for my sacrifice. Yeah, they yeah. stole it. She missed the train to Mars She's out back counting stars She thinks she missed the train to Mars She's out back counting stars What an Dude, amazing song I, I had a uh, Did you ever Did you have just like A random VHS cassette like at ready at all times to hit record for like a mixtape yeah. almost. Of, like, I, I did it for I would to to what to record like Seinfeld episodes yeah. and like videos. So I was like that with music videos. Yeah. And uh when I heard they were doing this live on 120 minutes, I was like, oh baby, because I they had been playing that video. And when they were coming to do it live, I record he's wearing like the shortest denim short. I think he's Matt wearing like the, the shortest like denim shorts, but it was so good and just like Oh, so this song is like, if anybody was like into this song, I was like, all right, you're pretty cool if you know this song. Like, I felt cool knowing about this song. I I uh, always be like, hold on, you don't know. This was like, I was in Champagne. This was a flex song to play for people. This was a song. This was one that I interchanged with Pumpkins for my list. I was like, which one should I put on? And I was, I thought you were gonna have this on the on the on your list. Would have if I went first. (laughs) We got to do it at the same time. But anyway, have to. We're um, learning. We're learning. Matt Talbot. This is one of those things where it's like reality. It's just so skewed because I was such a big fan of Hum and this song. Um, not the album so much as I should have been. The, the album's album, good, I but tr- it was really when I got the album, I'm like, oh, here we go. I just couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't get couldn't into it. There were a couple that were like, oh, that's good, but like this album didn't make the whole. This the is whole a song list. we would come back from the bars in Champagne. The bars were 19. And uh, and we get fucked up, and someone wait and, nineteen to get in, but like twenty one to drink. Twenty one to yeah, drink. Yeah, what a scam. We would go in, and I think I was like, uh, I think I was a f- freshman or sophomore, and uh, this guy in my fraternity would just jam it, and it would just shake the room at one because the bars yeah. closed at one, and all these like the nerds in our house be like, cool, I got a test tomorrow. Oy. Like, no, dude, we're listening to Hum. Sorry, dude. And Matt Talbot is like a legend in you know in, in Champagne. He started producing other bands yeah. and it was so bizarre to meet him later in life where we're colleagues in this uh music world and um and you know he just was like a he was when this album was out he was still working at a gas station crazy i mean that's how bizarre life is yeah. and this is this isn't now where you know the music industry you can have a number one album you're not gonna make money but yeah. this is the 90s where it was right this album bef- was yeah, on yeah. The, it was on the charts yeah. it was in the top 100 getting a bunch of uh alternative airplay still working at a gas station it was yeah. insane and then finally like he got a tour and they, they started opening for other bands and they got some recognition but matt went on to produce some great bands he worked with absinthe blind who yeah i work with and do you so good i thought i really i i thought if you, if you would have been like you give me this song and you give me, you know, Creep by Radiohead, I would have been like, oh, yeah, Hum's going to be the band that everybody's like, they're the best band of all time. Or, or in that conversation of like yeah. the best modern bands of all time. They came out at the same time. 
I mean, I mean, well, Radiohead had Pablo Honey yeah. before, but this was their debut, and I mean, to come out of Champagne, and there was another band called Poster Children that came out of Champagne okay. too. That was also like they were like in a, they were vibing with the Pumpkins, and people thought they were going to make it, and yeah. they did in a lot of ways. Yeah. A lot of bands in the '90s in Champagne, I were solid. I bet there were so many not radio, Fed Albert, but yeah, I bet there were so many radio people who were like, we can't. Think people are gonna wait for the song to kick in? I bet there were so many people who yeah. were like, "This can't, you can't play this because the beginning and da da da." It's like, but I mean, it's also just, it's, it's a long song. Yeah, it's a long song too. But it's just like they I had mean, a they had a single version, I think too. Where, yeah, but you, the whole song is an intro. So, it, but it's just like it's so good. It's it's criminally underplayed, underrated. I mean, like obviously you go to, you go on like a. a you know, a pitchfork or a spin or whatever. And they're going to, they're going to give it a lot of love, but like, there's just so many people. I bet if you were like, I bet there's so many people who are like, what's that one song where the guy is like, and then you know what I mean? Like it just, they just didn't grab onto it. I think everyone will remember when they first heard like certain songs, like I think with creep, you have that with, with uh, pumpkins when you hear today or whatever it is, there's an intro that's going to, and it's going to stick with you. And, um, and that's, that's one of them. Yeah. And it's funny that it, I bet you a lot of those people don't know that it was. Hum. It's weird where it's like with with Hum, with like Time Bomb by Rancid, there were just some of those songs where you just you're like, oh, this is like I could I could I could tell my my older brother or sister I like that and they'll be like, Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so they this, wouldn't be like, Oh, you're just young and dumb and you don't know what you like. Right. So like for for us my brother is significantly older than me. He's uh, seven old, years older than me. My brother's nine than me. Right. Brother was nine, sister so, seven. So this so, was a genre where we started listening to our own music. Yeah. And like we could be like, you like this. Here's Pumpkins. Yeah. Here's Hum. Yeah. And then I remember like playing this shit for my brother and be like, yeah, it's all right. You're, you're like, you learn You're well. learning. Like, yeah. You're, you're yeah. Like, starting to like better stuff. We would bring something to the table, yeah. which I thought was cool. And uh, and and it, it didn't happen with a lot of this stuff because obviously... Um, as as my brother got older, he started listening to shitty music too. Yeah, because then they get old. I mean, think about it. You know, you're twenty and your yeah. brother's like almost thirty or whatever. I he's he's listening to Creed and shit. Probably. I remember <laughs> with uh with Hum, I got that used at the U, at the UCD play, and I was like, who the fuck would sell this? Yeah, and then I got it home, and I like, oh, nah. okay, yeah, it was a one hit wonder in a little a way. bit, little bit. Uh, one song that was not a one hit wonder or one album rather that was not a one hit wonder uh, was this wonderful album by this uh, this group of just a, a bunch of just cute kids from Cleveland called Bone Thugs and Harmony. This is the crossroads. When I saw this, I was like, oh, this is fucking going on. I I hope there's a story behind this song because I that's awesome. I was shocked that you had this. Uh, I love this song so much. Tell me what your connection is to this song. What? Tell me what why this is on your list. Being so high and so drunk, singing this with my friends and trying to rap the hard parts and just like, dude, this song just rules. This song is this song rules okay, so hard. It, you think it still holds up for you? Yeah, are you kidding? I'm no, so happy I'm, right now listening to this. I'm very questioning you on your insider status on this song. Dude, come on. You guys don't see it, but he's like jamming out to this. Thank you, Easy E up in heaven for giving us Easy Bone Thugs. He discovered them. Oh, okay. Dude, these guys, this. 
How did this? How did this? If you had like one of these things, doesn't it was almost first hair. of the month, but I like I like Crossroads better. And the video and Easy's a ghost in it. It's like he's going to have. Oh come on, man! They have like in, in heaven. But it doesn't. It's it's just there's no like spiritual connection. This you just jammed. No, there is spiritual because I'd be on acid listening to it. So yeah, there is a spiritual connection. Paul, thank you very much. I just you're not gonna fucking bully me on this song. I'm not bullying you. It's I amazing, just, and I have a spiritual connection to it. If you looked at your list, yeah, and uh, and this song, you saw this, yeah, on four of your five songs, yeah, it'd be like. It doesn't fit. If I didn't put this on my list of 1995 songs and like my friend John heard this podcast, he would kick my ass for not putting really? it on. He would kick my ass for not putting it on here. That's because how important this song was to us. So in 1995, yes. this was the most one of the most played songs for you guys? Oh, yeah. Pool Table, all oh, that Oh, Pool Table, B96. I just, like, I just feel like if you uh, were playing pool to the other four yeah. songs and then this came yeah. on, they'd be like, Ugh. Oh, dude, this Bring is Bring down like, the jam. No, dude, this is... Because I, I, I was exiting my hip-hop phase. In uh, in, in nine, when grunge hit, I was kind of like, "Ooh, okay." I'm sorry, hip hop. I gotta go check this out. I'll be back. But I was still very much a, a hip hop aficionado, aficionado. I almost said insider, uh, aficionado, <laughs> and and I could really appreciate good hip hop songs like you know, "Shimmy Shimmy Ya" and this. And it's just like, and there's so many I'm leaving out. Like I don't even know if, if, if "Back to the Hotel" by In Too Deep was on there or "Das Effects" or whatever. But those, but like just like. I just when I heard this the first time, it was just like the harmonies and everything. It was just like, but you so realize there's a big difference between uh, "Old Dirty Bastard" and "Bone Thugs." Ah. The sense of credibility. Ah, I'd as a music I'd, insider, I'd, I'd watch yourself there. You might get some backlash on that. I'd love to hear some backlash. Bone Thug has cred. They're really dude. They were the real deal. What, I feel what, like they're like Bell Biv and Devoe. Well, it's just like, Bell Biv Devoe, not and. There's no and in there. I'm just saying they're. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's the same well, kind of like all, commercial. What's wrong with Bell I'm nothing in the sense of they're Poison? commercially celebrity, commercially like uh, commercially very positive and and did well. But I don't see them as like a music insider song. Uh, do they? Okay. And they had some like killers in there. That super rap. Oh, am I just like okay? I used to know all their all their names. Busy That's B. I don't know. Boggles my mind. It it really really mystifies me. Yeah. No. I'm I I'm a huge huge fan of uh, of that song. All right. Well, speaking of mystifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've come to my last song. Yes, which we have. I don't know if you know this, Marty. Um, you'll be interested to know this is a cover of a Rolling Stone song, sung by Keith Richards. Yeah. You knew that? Uh, I didn't know that. I did. I researched. I okay, did my research. Did. But uh, I, I, it, I had thought the only uh, Keith Richards song, which I played on here, was The Worst, which yeah. is one of my all-time favorite songs. And Happy, he sings Happy, but that's when he went solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is Sunvolt's Mystify, Mystifies Me. It's their version of the uh, Keith Richards. Keith Richards, such a hillbilly at heart. If you Love. go back and listen to his version, it's like totally different. Have you heard this song before? This? No. Dude's voice rules. Jay Farrar? It rules. So, for me, the album Sunfold's Trace came out in 1995. All my friends were big Sunvolt, Uncle Tupelo fans. Yeah. My Drown. Friends were all from 
Belleville and, and St. Louis. So this was like their shit. And I was into Freddie Jones, which was Chicago's answer to, uh, to that. And Drown was the song I was going to make my list, but I was like, you know what? That album is one of those things that I just listened to from beginning to end. And the last song on that album was Mystifies Me, which this song is fucking phenomenal with the harmonies and the slide. Yeah, this is this is really great. I thought you'd like it as I a country it. guy. I love it. Is this gonna make your cut of a song you listen to? Again? Oh yeah, it's it's already on the list. It's already on my uh, my current list of good songs. When they do the harmonies, it's coming up here in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like Keith Richards is in the room. Here we go. So yeah, this just—I think this music was amazing. just ahead of its time. Like there was this window where it's like, God, it should have been like—I don't know, man. It's—it's—it could come out now and be like, oh, cool, you can tour with like Jason Isbell and stuff. Like, right? Well, this is just so good. A lot of it has to do with Jay Farrar, right? Yeah, because he's—he's kind of a mental head. If you think about, if you go back and read what J- Jeff Tweedy wrote in his book, the songs that they wrote, the song "Misunderstood" was, yeah. which is. A veiled reference to Jay Farrar uh-huh. um, and their whole experience together as Uncle Tupelo. Like he's just—he was just a tortured. Which um, Eric Church uh, did into his. Didn't right, you like that? You told me that. You so cool. You yeah. got to talk about that another, another episode. We can do a whole episode yeah. on alt country. In my it's, opinion, it's uh, it, to me, it's just like the most legit genre of all. Agree. Where it's just like it's got a little of everything. If we had a Venn diagram of our music where taste, we meet the most. That's where we yeah. that's where we connect. And this song, uh I mean it just takes me back to playing guitar, getting high and just yeah. drinking. There was after a couple shows. I was like there was a uh speaking of like all country, like there was an I was like that old ninety sevens album, Fight Songs, had to come out, but it was ninety six, I think, when it came old out. Old ninety sevens were the second tier yeah. that came in after yeah. Uh, actually, I'd call it the third tier because the first tier was like Uncle Tupelo. It's, you know what it reminds me of when um, uh, that um, Alan Cross, the Canadian DJ who does the uh, the uh, uh, ongoing, ongoing history of history new music, music. Yeah, he goes like, if you listen to this band, you know that this other band had to have existed because there would have there wouldn't have there been wouldn't this have been. band without it. And and like that was I remember doing my like my my you know pre-internet research and been like what's this uncle tupelo everyone's talking about yeah. or whatever and it's like because then you find out like okay there was this one band that led to these other bands and it's like you like wilco right okay right. well then you got to listen to uncle tupelo and it's like okay and then sunvolt and stuff um and and actually i think I've, I've been mistaken i think it's ron wood okay oh the yeah the drummer the no the, the other guitarist from oh the from other drummer Rolling, oh yeah from who's, who's, the, who's the drummer from Rolling stone who had the young what Charlie Watt. Charlie Watt. Yeah. An aggressively young We'll get that back. Um, We'll get, we'll get that information because we're nothing if we're not accurate here. But um, it was funny because when uncle two, I saw uncle two below. I was like, all right, these guys are fucking legit. But I I was so stubborn as a kid in college. I was like, Freddie Jones band is way better. And in my opinion, I still am a Freddie Jones fan, but, um, but man, it's really hard. It's hard to argue. There were probably some of those concerts with those, with those early, you know, alt country bands in the mid nineties or early nineties. That was just like, uh, you should have been at that show. Yeah. If you, you want to 
hear about it. And and I was wrong. We're going to clarify. It was Ron Wood, Ron Wood. who sings the Mystifies okay. Me song. Not Keith Richards, Not which Keith is even Richards. more rare Yeah, because it's the only fucking song. Wow. It's when he did his solo album. And uh, we'll play that. Maybe we'll play that out to, at the end. Oh, no, no. I have a different song. Okay. To play. I have a different song to play us okay. out. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, yeah, that's that's my song. Sunvolt was uh, different. It was a different genre. And that's where we met. That's where our Venn diagram ends. Absolutely. This uh, this band, I don't know if it's this song, but this band, you thought I might have played one of these. You were kind of expecting one of their songs to be on my list. This is the song that I expected. Uh, this is a band that I expected to be on your Interesting. list. Interesting. What about this band made you think uh, it would we, be on my list? Here's the hint. Um, um, we talked about it on other episodes where you like Eve Six and yeah. you, loved, uh, you love this band. I enjoyed Candle. Eve Six. Yes. But also this band, Sponge, uh, I'm going to play uh, one of their songs. I had a couple, couple ideas. I went with Molly slash 16 Candles, Molly Ringwald. Uh, this was uh, an album that was in the basement and in heavy rotation. This is just like ah. This screams Marty DeRosa uh, 1995. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. It does. I had that like lift up shave underneath hair tie. Great song. It's so fun. Uh, Paul, back in the basement. If I close my eyes, I'm back so in the basement. Here's my question to you. You said that Bush like. Oh, you made shit on Bush, Bush better than Bush, but it's the same kind no. of second generation of grungy rock. No, because I think these guys, this is, a, this has got more punk influence than Bush. Okay, this has got more punk influence than Bush, and it's got. Here's why I love these guys or love them. Uh, it to me, it felt like it was like it had the speed of punk. But it had a little bit of that cure that I liked. Okay. Like, I, I de- you know, going back to that, like, the they're angst, clearly the and the lead singer, the lyrics, the 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 the, the, the subject matter. Yeah. Yeah. I love. Yeah, I love these guys. They uh, they used to do their concerts at Joe's on Weed here in Chicago uh, every year. It would uh, sell out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But that's, then there was like a, a couple years. Not a cool band. But it was uh, well. Cool then they went. Well, there. Joe's on Weed became a country bar after that. But um, I just remember I'm friends with the owner, and I'd be like, "Hey, can we have our bands open? We get our bands here, open." How for about us. how this stops? Though? Just like everything just stops. Here, check this out. I don't know, man. It's like, th- to me, this is like, it's just got a lot. I just love this song. It's a good song. I love yeah. it, too. I mean, I'm definitely, it was on my maybes, but then I was like, eh, it feels almost have it. cinematic to me. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's surprising it's, that it's not in movies. because it's, it's Really? Like a, it feels cinematic. Yeah, like, I agree with you. This should be like the... The, the the guys running to get the girl at or the something. End. Yeah, at the yeah, end of I, the movie, I agree with man. You. It's this is an epic song. I, I I don't dislike this song. I've definitely yeah. Plow uh, is the other song yes. that that in a I like world this of human rag. Yeah. This is more it's got more of a punk uh influence. And again, it's got that cure and and uh, I don't know, man. Do you know the other song that this reminds me of? I know it's not as hard, but there was a song by Corner Shop this year called Brim from Brimful, Brimful of Asha on the 45. That kind of the same was that guitar. 90, that was in 95. That was 95. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That would have been on this list. Well, this it might song be 94, have... but there, I, I got to check that, Spin. Uh, I had that Spin album. Spin had them in 95. Okay. I had that album, and I remember uh, 
I, I hooked up with an Indian girl and I really wowed her with uh, Ash. I'm like, oh, yeah. She goes, you don't know an Indian uh, uh, movie star. And I was like, oh, yeah, what about Asha Bosley? And she's like, how do you know who that is? And I was like, well, there's this song. She was like, oh, what? is that what, who is it about? Yeah, it's about this this Indian movie star. It's the singer was Indian, right? Yeah. Corner shop. Yeah. Uh, I remember the video. Yeah. I heard he was like a real handful, like kind of a dick. Well, there's there's a reason why British had Indian a guy, uh, rock star. I heard he was a real a-hole. Makes um, sense. But yeah, I, I just, I dig this song. I really it's dig this song. song. Yeah. Okay, so we did it. 1995. I, I thought we were going to need a second edition. Maybe we will, but we'll, if you got a year you want us to do. We are, we are open for business. PaulMartyMakes at gmail.com. We'll do any year. We'll do any topic. We've got a couple ideas in the in the oh, works absolutely. for upcoming stuff. And um, and uh, follow us uh, on Instagram. I'm Paul Farvar. At Marty DeRosa for just about everything on there in the uh, social media world. And uh, yeah, check us out. Check out our other podcasts as well. And uh, keep subscribing, reviewing, sharing, making fun of us, whatever you think. If you don't think we're music insiders, let us know. Yeah. You know how to get a hold of us. Uh, our credibility, again, for a few minutes, we've been drinking. I should have said Ron Wood, Keith Richards, but let's be honest. They both kind of look the same at this point. Absolutely. And I'm going to leave uh, the tape heads with uh, another song from 95 that uh, almost made the list. And this was another party song. I don't think you're going to believe that this is <laughs> in my heavy rotation back in the day. Uh, I'm just going to play it for you and see if you know that this is. I think he screams his name. Mr. Bombastic. Shaggy baby This was uh, a favorite around the old uh, Party circles I love this song <laughs> 95 baby Please keep listening to our show Despite this going out They call me Mr. Fantastic Early Fantastic Fantastic uh-huh. Fantastic Touch me on my box, this is a Mr. Rose.